Hey, Northeast Pennsylvania, welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio 103.1 FM, 910, 980, 1300 AM, or anywhere on that Odyssey app. It's almost 410 here at the station, 77 degrees and sunny outside, some nice cumulus clouds out there, but it was a gorgeous day. Low humidity, the air quality is good for us here in Northeast Pennsylvania. It's time for Tuesdays with Tommy. Tommy Marquez is a Navy veteran, um, senior staffer in Congress who now spends his time helping veterans navigate the systems and the things they earn during their service. Tommy, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me, Rob. So what do we go? What's on the discussion table this week? Well, I want to highlight something that I posted uh, on my social media earlier this week, but give some add-ons. What we're really trying to highlight is this week is finding employment for veterans. And when I talk about employment, uh, I want good-paying jobs for veterans. The Walmart greeter, uh, that's all fine and dandy, you know, minimum wage jobs. But, you know, I'm trying to enrich veterans' lives and their families. So I want to focus on really good-paying jobs that have benefits. And I highlighted FedsHireVets.gov. Now, on your show, I've already highlighted this, and I talked about it in nauseam. But I still want to remind people uh, that FedsHireVets.gov is a really good resource, much better than USA Jobs. Uh, And the reason why that is because there's actual veteran employment program offices on that website and people you could email and talk to to help veterans understand about what jobs are actually available. It is a little known fact, but I learned this while working in Congress, that many of the positions on USA Jobs are already taken through the internal hiring processes, direct hiring processes, a bunch of different things. So at any given moment, up to 60% of the jobs are already taken. Because they have to post Code it of, just to check a box, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that, and I've explained that. I got people on social media saying that's not true. And I, you know, I highlight them the law, and I show it to them, and they're baffled. So that's what goes on with uh, fedshiregov Now, that's a really good benefit for veterans because – Federal employment has a lot of the same benefits, not as good as the military, but pretty good with insurance, health care, life insurance, very similar to the military. But also, if you're a veteran, let's say you did four years, eight years, six years, ten years, and you go to federal employment, you can sell that back that time and have your military time be credited towards your retirement. So that's, that's great. That's unique. Now. I want to get two other resources. The first resource, full disclosure, I do not get paid by this group. I do not advertise for this group. I I get nothing from this group. This is just a group that I saw when I was working in Congress, and a lot of veterans just didn't know about this, and they are looking for veterans hard. They are aggressively trying to recruit veterans, and it's in the skilled trade labor professions, and we're talking about the Carpenters Union. Specifically, the Southwest Mountain States Regional Council of Carpenters. Their website is swmscarpenters.org. Or you could just easily Google Carpenters Union. Now, I know a lot of people there in Pennsylvania, but I know you got listeners nationwide. But actually, the Carpenters Union is nationwide, uh, despite the regency in their name. This organization is really unique because they have lots of skilled trade labor positions that they 
allow veterans to come on board sometimes when they're in the military still. Okay. But they're looking for veterans just in general. And when you're going to their school, this is what's really unique. You're getting paid by your employer, but you also get paid your GI bill. All of their trades are GI bill approved. So as you're learning, as you're going through their vocational programs to learn how to be anything from a ladder to a cement layer, uh, I, I forget the, the name of the specific uh, uh, work where you're laying down actually sheet, dry, they have a term for it, but put it in drywall. All these jobs, they will actually, as you're learning, as you're going to their training centers, you're going to be receiving not only your GA, GI Bill, BAH, not only your pay from the company, because you still get an hourly wage, but you're going to be receiving all your benefits through them, including retirement uh, eligibility. So they're, they're putting money into your retirement. They're giving you time off. All these things are taken care of. And a lot of veterans don't know, besides the Carpenters Union, that they can use their GI Bill and VRNE, uh, Veteran Readiness and Employment, to, you don't have to just use that for college. You could use it for trade skill labor on the job training. Now, the reason why I highlight these guys, and again, I, have, I get nothing out of doing this, because I've seen the benefits which they provide to their employees, and I know that they are trying aggressively, as I mentioned before, to hire veterans. They are trying to get on bases, they're talking, they're advertising, and they've met with me when I was working in Congress, I'm not joking, a hundred times, asking for help to get more and more veterans. And the way our nation is going to get rebuilt and our infrastructure is going to get stronger is through groups like them. And there's no better resource than having veterans working those jobs, right? Yeah, we like to recognize companies like that, that that do make that effort to do the right thing and get the people. And people don't realize, you know, even even our veterans, some of them don't realize. I've seen so many people get out of the military and like, what am I going to do next? You know, I, I don't have anything. Right. I'm starting over. You're not starting over. You learned an extremely valuable skill set while being in the military. I don't care if you did your four years or you did 10 years. You know, you're dependable. You can take orders. You work well with others. You show up on time, which is one of the biggest things this day and age that, that employers do look for. And that skill set right. is very desirable, especially for companies like this, for carpenters who are on a time schedule, who are on a deadline, who when you're giving a mission to work independently and get it done, you know, they, they value those skill sets that our military teaches and these guys and girls, you know, so well, so well learned while they were in the military. And even something like this, even if it's out in the Southwest, you know what? If you're in Pennsylvania, get a change of scenery for a year or two. Go out there, learn your skill set, see how the maybe you'll love the area out there. I mean, I love going out right. out out to the Midwest, Southwest. It's great areas to travel. I wouldn't mind setting up there and do some things. You know, get your skill set. And if it's not for you after two years, if you said, "Hey, you know, it was nice. I learned a lot. I'm out here." Then you bring that skill set that you're now certified in and come back home, come back east, go to the southeast, go to Florida. You know. And it just gives you that open opportunity to do what, what you want to do rather than being forced to do something you don't want to do. Absolutely. I concur with that analysis, uh, Rob. And it's something that it, they always mention to me is that it used to be that kids went off to college and when they got their degree, it meant that, hey, they knew how to be on time. They knew how to be at a place. They knew they were able to show up and follow instruction for four years. 
they don't believe that anymore. Where they're looking for individuals who can show up on time, be at a place where they're told to be, be dependable, be reliable, is the military. And I think that is really true because the entire time of my military career, there wasn't a day that went by that there wasn't some instruction that I needed to follow, some place I needed to be. And they are going to kind of follow that footprint because that's how they operate. And so they're not looking for college grads. They're looking for veterans. And so that's why I think it's a great program. Now, the last program I want to highlight, okay, so full disclosure, I did get paid by these people. And not to advertise, but to work there. And all the time I have people say, Tommy, how do I get into the U.S. House of Representatives? How do I get a job in Congress? So let me tell you, there is a program designed just for veterans called the Chief Administrative Officers Wounded Warrior Fellowship Program. And it is through the U.S. House of Representatives. And they have tons of job openings. And they're looking for veterans who have an honorable discharge, have been released from active duty within the last five years, and are between the pay grades of E5 to O3. Now, these veterans must have a 20% service-connected disability rating, um, unless they're a Purple Heart recipient. But let me tell you, if you're a Purple Heart recipient and you're not at least 20% service-connected disabled, you need to watch my videos and, on YouTube and TikTok and get yourself up there. But anyhow, I digress. The Wounded Warrior Fellowship Program is unique. This isn't for everyone. I get it. But if you want to know how to work in Congress, if you want to know how laws are really passed, if you want to work on veterans' affairs, military benefits, military rules, I will tell you that there is no greater program than this program. You get full benefits. It's federal employment. You get a health care plan uh, that is not Obamacare. You get time off. You get good competitive wages. But most importantly, you're going to get experience that is like no other. And through this program, I can tell you, and I don't say this to be braggadocious, but I'm just telling you, my available income that I'm able to earn has more than quadrupled because of the experience and the knowledge I gained working in the U.S. House of Representatives. And you can be a million different, uh, you can work for a million different individuals in the House. You can work for the House itself. You can work for a Republican. You can work for a Democrat. You can work for an independent. You can work in their D.C. office. You can work in their district office. You can work legislation. You can work with federal agencies. There's a million different options. And the thing I try to tell everyone about this program is that it is so unique. And it just blows my mind of how much my life has changed. Uh, you know, I tell this joke all the time. My father-in-law hated me until I got into the house. Right. And, <laughs> and now they all love me. But I can't believe that there's so many job openings. I can't believe that there's members of Congress who are saying, man, I wish I had a veteran here. I can't get one to apply. And that just blows my mind. And I'll be frank with you. As veterans, we need more representation in Congress. And this program does that. How many times veterans... Have we looked in the mirror and complained to somebody and said, oh, man, Congress has got it all wrong. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know that the VA's got this problem. They don't know the VA's got that problem. A lot of the changes that have happened in the VA is because I was going to VA healthcare at the time and working in Congress. And I said, hey, you know, this is a BS rule. This is a dumb policy. 
we should change this. And they would say, no, 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 we heard that this was good. I'm like, yeah, I just use that program. Here you go. Here's what it, what it really looks like. And they were blown away. And we made rule changes. That includes the Choice Act, the Mission Act, and, and things like that, all the way to programs, or not programs, but policy changes, like how we treat our veterans in the brig. Uh, what kind of rights do we give to our veterans in their UCMJ process? And do we need to make reforms to the UCMJ? So we actually should have more veterans apply. There should be a 1,000 veterans applying today for these positions. So you have to be a veteran? Congress needs more. So you have to be a veteran with at least a 20% disability, honorably discharged within the last five years, and they can apply for this position. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can do this at cao.house.gov. That's charliealphaoscar.house.gov. I'll be putting out a video on all these websites again on my TikTok page, at Tommy Marquez Consulting, later on this week. And I'll make sure to share it with you, Rob, so you can send it out to your listeners. Your listeners are very active on my social media, and I just love it. Sounds great, Tommy. I appreciate all this information and especially the, how valuable this is because if you're a veteran sitting home and says it's only if they'd listen to me or if only if I was able to talk to them, now you can. Get in there and be one of the ears in the room, be one of the voices in the room. Absolutely. All right, Tommy, I appreciate your call this week. Thanks, Rob. Take care, brother. It's uh, 423 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Hey, thanks, Rob. This traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. There's some road work going on on 29 in the Springville area, causing a pretty uh, nice delay in your travels through the country. We have 81 northbound dipping below 35 miles per hour as you go through construction at Waverly and then again in the Lenox area. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. This afternoon, sunny, high in the upper 70s. Tonight, mostly clear and cool, low 50. Wednesday, hazy sunshine, less humid and dry, high 78. Thursday, some isolated showers and storms in the afternoon, high 78. Friday, scattered showers and storms, high 78 again. It's currently 76 degrees and partly sunny here at 423. At your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. I'm a little behind on this story. I wanted to get into it yesterday, um, but you know, with with the schedule and being being Monday, you know, it kind of slipped through the cracks. But uh, a DC area radio host was fired for disparaging remarks about a former WNEP anchor, Charlotte McBride. No one messes with Charlotte. Come on. Uh, it was uh, interesting because when I went down to Annapolis, when I was in, in the D.C. area, uh, that's where she is. She's down there covering sports down in the, the D.C. area. I think she's, uh, what's uh, she, uh, WUSA 9, a CBS affiliate, WUSA 9. Yeah, that's where she's with. So, uh, you know, she's covering all sorts of sports. She covers the commanders. She covers hockey down there. And, you know, she was... It was a um, a sight for sore eyes when I was watching the news one day and she came on. I was like, hey, I know her. Uh, miss her from this area. She did some great work here. Very knowledgeable. Knows her stuff. And, you know, you have this D.C. area DJ who was a popular DJ down there on uh, WBIG-FM. Don Geronimo, he goes by. His real name is uh, Michael Source. I don't know why I just wouldn't go with Michael Source. Don Geronimo sounds kind of... Uh, iffy porn starish i guess 
But uh, he made some disparaging remarks. Um, Charlie McBride was asking some questions at the commanders, the NFL commanders, Washington commanders training camp. And um, he called her he called her Barbie girl and said, I'm guessing she's a cheerleader. Uh, he later referred to her as that chick. Now, yeah, I get he's being goofy. He's funny. Obviously didn't know who she was. She is a very attractive woman, but that makes uh, no sense here or there on her knowledge of sports. And anyone who's watched her here in WNEP, anybody who's watched her down there, I was down there for a whole year and watched her sports report. She knows what she's talking about. Um, she's very knowledgeable on it and should be respected for that. You know, And she, she responded um, saying she was incredibly insulted and embarrassed. In my 17 years as a professional journalist, I have never been disrespected in such a blatant manner while trying to do my job. Their words were sexist and my, uh, misogynistic. No woman should experience this in the workplace, and I appreciate the commander's swift response in handling this matter. Uh, The commanders banned this radio host and his producer from future camps or future press conferences. Uh, The commanders also posted a message very quickly condemning the remarks and, um, and supporting Charlotte McBride, who uh, covers it. But uh, I, I found it very, no need, no need for that kind of nonsense, you know, especially if, if he spent five minutes to listen to her reports rather than just look at a picture of her or, or take a glance over at her, regardless of how this was done, um, to know that she does know what she's talking about. So uh, when I saw this, it uh, angered me a little bit, being in the radio business now and uh, being a fan of Charlotte McBride, again, when she was here at WNEP and, uh, you know, down there in Washington because uh, when I was there for a year from September of oh. September of 21 to September of 22. Um, she was my sports host on the news when I watched the local news down there. So I, I miss seeing her on the news. I guess uh, online you could see it wherever you went in their social media. But, you know, it kind of, uh, kind of caught my attention when this story uh, took off. And I know a, a lot of people talked about it yesterday. I meant to. But I just wanted to touch on it today. It's uh, 431 here at WILK. We'll be back after the news with Paul Michaels. WILK News Time 431. Good afternoon. I'm Paul Michaels. Healthcare giant CVS announcing it's cutting thousands of jobs. ABC's Derek Dennis reports. About 5,000 jobs on the chopping block for retail pharmacy chain CVS Health. The company saying in a statement they're mostly corporate layoffs, no customer facing workers in stores, pharmacies, or clinics. Rhode Island based CVS has about 300,000 workers in the U.S. and operates about 9,000 retail locations and 1,100 walk in clinics. The cost cutting comes after CVS spent nearly $19 billion to acquire two smaller healthcare companies this year. Derek Dennis, ABC News. Police say a swimmer who got swept out to sea by a powerful current was rescued off New York's Long Island after treading water for five hours. Suffolk County police say 63-year-old Dan Ho went swimming at a beach in Babylon at around 5 a.m. Monday and was pulled out by the current. Police say Ho treaded water with no flotation device for five hours. Then he found a broken fishing pole and tied his shirt to it to try to flag down a passing boat. Two men in a fishing boat spotted Ho and pulled him onto their boat. He was treated for hypothermia. The Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Clear and cool tonight with an overnight low of 50. 
Wednesday, hazy sunshine, less humid and dry tomorrow with a high of 78. Some isolated showers and possible afternoon storms on Thursday with a high of 78. 76 degrees at WILK AM and 103.1 FM. Now back to more of the best in local news talk on WILK with Rob O'Donnell. You're with the Rob O'Donnell Show here on WILK News Radio. It's 436, 76 degrees and mostly sunny. It's the part in the show where we honor our police officers across the nation who made the ultimate sacrifice. Seventy police officers made the ultimate sacrifice on this day. One of them from here in Pennsylvania. Police Officer Henry Clinton Shad, York City Police Department in 1969. Police Officer Henry Shad was shot and killed during race riots which had taken over the city in the summer of 1969. He and two other officers were responding to the scene of a shooting when a suspect opened fire on their armored police vehicle. The round penetrated one of the eight steel sides of the converted armored bank truck and fragmented. One of the fragments struck Officer Shad in the chest, causing major internal injuries. He was transported to a local hospital where he succumbed to his injuries two weeks later. In October 2001, two men were arrested and charged with Officer Shad's murder. On March 13, 2003, both suspects were found guilty of second-degree murder and sentenced to prison terms of 10 to 19 years, respectively. Officer Shad had served with the New York, with the York City Police Department for 10 months. He was survived by his wife and five-year-old daughter. Took. 30-something years for justice to come to him and his family. Henry, Police Officer Henry Clinton Shad of the York City Police Department. Um, and also, you know, I wanted to mention today is uh, National Night Out for a lot of police departments around the country. I saw and I just shared on my Facebook page, if you're not following me, it's Rob O'Donnell on Facebook. Give it a search, give it a like, follow. Um... The Scranton Police Department is having their national night out tonight, Tuesday, August 1st, from 6 to 9 p.m. It's going to be hosted by the Scranton Police Department at the Scranton High School, 63 Mike Munchak Way in Scranton. Now they have their schedule posted. I just retweeted, I just reposted that on my social media, where at 610 they'll have the national anthem, the honor guard, opening remarks by the Scranton City Police Department Chief, Thomas Carroll. 7 p.m., the Pennsylvania State Police helicopter display. So if you are in the Scranton High School area and you see the State Police helicopter, do not be disturbed. It will probably be low-flying and hovering. 7.30, the Scranton Police canine demonstration. 8 o'clock, the Scranton Police drone demonstration. 8.10, the Scranton Fire Department vehicle demonstration. And it ends at 9 o'clock. It's a great opportunity for you to get out there with your families, the kids, and if you're looking, I mean, Scranton Police Department is hiring. They're looking for officers to take the ranks. And if you're, uh, if you live in Scranton, if you're going to school in Scranton, and you're getting to that age where you can meet the criteria to be a police officer, go speak to them. I'm sure they'll have recruiting officers there, or else they should. Uh, but I'm sure any officer will give you the information that you need to start to follow that process to 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 be a difference in in your one of your hometowns. Uh, even if you're in the area now, like I said, their new arbitration says that you can live anywhere in Lackawanna County or within 25 miles of uh, City Hall. So if that applies to you, maybe it's of interest to you to uh, be part of the solution there. But it's National Night Out is a usually 
a great night. They're having them all over the country. So check with your police departments near you. You know, this just popped up on my feed. Uh, so I, I reposted it and snapped their schedule of events for tonight. It sounds like a great time. You know, not only their chief and their honor guard and the national anthem, but you have the state police helicopter there. You have the canine unit doing demonstration, their drone, um, and your fire department. All selfless servants who will come to your aid regardless of who you are if that 911 tone is rung. And uh, it really helps the community if you get to know these guys and gals that are that are serving in our city. Speak to them. Make sure they know you. If you are ever in need of help and they recognize you, they had a good interaction with you, they had a positive interaction with you, you really cared about what they do and let them listen to what you do. That relationship is paramount in moving the community forward. If you are ever in a crisis situation, and by crisis situation, I mean if you're ever the victim of anything, if you're ever the subject in anything and they have a positive interaction with you, you know, there's more likely to be that rapport where, hey, you know, this isn't a bad guy or gal. I had a conversation with him. This might just be a situation here that, you know, got out of hand or, or whatever it is, but rather than two strangers dealing with each other for the first time under a very tense and, and stressful situation. The more you community, bring your kids out there. To learn to teach them that, you know, these are the good guys and gals that are out there. Learn to teach them that there needs to be a relationship uh, in order to keep a, a city safe. It does take an entire city to keep it safe. It just can't be one-sided. It just can't be proactive in law enforcement. It can't be responsive, reactive law enforcement. It can't be responsive uh, fire departments. It needs to be that communication, that dialogue back and forth. Hey, you know, where, where, where's the trouble spots in this area? Where's the trouble spots on these blocks? Hey, do you need more police patrol in this area because of what? You know, okay, that sounds like something we can do to help you as a community with quality of life offenses. That's the conversation that needs to take place in our cities all around, uh, all around the nation, to be honest with you. It's uh, 442 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Hey, Rob, thanks. Uh, this traffic update is brought to you by Pentella Data Internet. Some road construction on Hillside Road in Trucksville may be causing a, a little bit of a delay. Also, heavy traffic on the uh, South Memorial Highway, uh, Route 309, in that vicinity. Uh, just be aware of that. N- nothing big going on. We have um, 81 northbound above Clark Summit. That is dipping below the speed limit because of road work, of course. And you might find some slight delays on Main Street in Pittston. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. Nikki Stone, WILK Traffic. Thanks, Rob. Thank you, Nikki. Somebody also said there'll be a classic car display tonight at National Night Out in Scranton. So if you want to see some classic cars, head down there. and. Ooh, uh, that sounds like fun. Yeah. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, mostly clear and cool, low 50. Perfect night for a national night out, regardless of where you are. Wednesday, hazy sunshine, less humid and dry, high 76. Thursday, some isolated showers and storms in the afternoon, high 78. Friday, scattered showers and storms, high 78 again. It's 76 degrees and mostly sunny outside at 443 at your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Um, There may be some breaking news coming shortly. Uh, Donald Trump himself just posted on his Truth Social that I hear that deranged, this is a quote from his post, 
four minutes ago. I hear that deranged Jack Smith, in order to interfere with the presidential election of 2024, will be putting out yet another fake indictment of your favorite president, me, at 5 p.m. Why didn't they do this two and a half years ago? Why did they wait so long? Because they wanted to put it right in the middle of my campaign, prosecutorial misconduct. Again, that was posted by Donald Trump a few minutes ago. So as per him, former President Donald Trump, they will be uh, indicting him at 5 p.m. today in just, what, 11 minutes? So we'll keep an eye on that. I'm sure you guys will keep an eye on that if you hear anything. Um, we'll see what happens there. And it's, it's what's interesting is, uh, you know, Greg Price, also someone I follow and follows me on Twitter, just posted. He did a survey of uh, and perused the New York Times and the Washington Post, you know, very left-leaning newspapers. Says it was Russia, Russia, Russia for three years, but the day Hunter Biden's former business partner testifies that Joe Biden, while vice president, attended a dinner with a Russian billionaire oligarch who later wired $3.5 million to his son's firm, and you can't find it anywhere in the New York Times or the Washington Post. And, and that's the difference that's seen here. I mean, it's just brushed over it. It's ignored. It's not even put out as, hey, this is what was said. And like I started off the show, it seems half the country's okay with that. You know, for three years, we dealt with the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax. And it turned out to be just that, a hoax. It was totally made up. It was fictitious. No one paid the price for it. It took how many years of us dealing with this, dealing with uh, Adam Schiff coming out every day, seeing he's seen the, uh, he's seen the, the evidence You'll see it soon. It's damning. That's it. It's over for him. Every day, Adam Schiff came out and, and did a press conference like that. But here you go with a business partner that says, that's corroborated that this dinner did take place with the vice president, with this Russian billionaire oligarch, and they have the bank records that after that, $3.5 million was wired to his son's firm from this Russian billionaire oligarch. And not a peep. Not a word about it. It's okay. We don't care. Move on. There's nothing here. Oh, if there's anything, charge him. Who's going to charge him? Congress doesn't have the authority. They don't have the, the, the enforcement arm to charge anyone. And believe me, if you follow my Twitter account, the oversight committee, every time they post they found something new, my answer to that is a retweet of that and say, well, do something then. Do something. If you have it, if you have the evidence, do something. Don't I don't I'm sick of hearing about it. Do something. Fox News is now uh also reporting that supposedly Trump is expecting to be indicted at 5 p.m. So uh it's gonna be interesting to see if that comes through. I don't know if there'll be any uh, breaking news into that. Jake, just keep me uh, updated if there looks like there's going to be any kind of interruption to break into that. But, you know, I'm sure we can keep up on it just here. And, and again, this is in relation to the January 6th indictment. 
Uh, we don't know what the charges might be. Uh, it's been speculated to include accounts uh, that may disqualify, if found guilty, disqualify Donald Trump from ever holding office. I think that was one of the big factors in this moving forward. I think out of all the charges, this is probably the least solid. I mean, the documents are the documents. I think that'll go to appeals court and, and you know, depending on what they find and what's happened there. But you're going to have... Uh, you're going to have the uh, Georgia case as well. There seems to be movement in the court out there with reporters running around now down in D.C., so maybe this is going to happen at 5 o'clock. Seems we get a lot of breaking news on the Rob O'Donnell show here. I seems to be blessed with that. <laughs> it's all seemed to be around Donald Trump. So if, if not for anything, he's uh, giving us content to talk about. And... Uh, you know, even even his social his uh, truth social tweet at this. I hear the deranged Jack, Jack Smith. Um, you know, it's typical Donald Trump, and uh, there's no need for that. I, I I wish he would act above that. But for someone who's been attacked, we talked about it. You know, the the years years of Russia, 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 and the the Hunter Biden laptop cover up that they did. Uh, you know, that was election interference. You know, this, the way this has been stalled out, and he's not wrong. You know, January 6th happened how long ago? Two and a half years ago. They're just now getting to it? I mean, he, he wasn't president right after that. This is this seems to be have dragged on. If he was not, if he chose not to run for president again, do we think this indictment would be happening? Uh, I truly don't. So, you know, Donald Trump is correct saying... And referring to this as um, interference with the presidential election of 2024. You know, why are they waiting two and a half years to do this? Why now, all of a sudden, and in all these cases, it's very suspicious on, um, on that. Now, of course, you have Robin indictment of President Trump is not breaking news. Sorry. Well, this indictment is that it was going to happen today. Did anyone else have an idea it was going to happen today? The indictments of President Trump is just ridiculous. We're snoring over it, and he's fundraising off it and gaining in the polls. Well, he's definitely fundraising off of it. Um, he has gained in the polls, so you are correct there. And again, if you don't like Donald Trump, if you can't stand the man, this is another cheer for you. See, he was indicted again. But these indictments, you know, they mean nothing without the trial happening without an actual acquittal or an actual conviction. You know, look at the uh, the impeachment that the House did under Democratic power that turned out to be over absolute lies. So they met, so it meant nothing. But they still talk about it, the twice-impeached president. But in all truthful and honesty, honesty they meant nothing because it was based on lies. So it's going to be interesting to see... Uh, see what's happening here and uh we're gonna go to break so i can monitor this a little bit but it looks like maybe in the next five minutes we'll have another indictment of the former president donald trump in regards to january 6th and his uh alleged role in that it's uh 455 here at wilk we'll be back after these messages welcome back to the rob o'donnell show on wilk news radio 
4.58. Well, it looks like uh, we're waiting any minute now for a new Trump indictment to come down. It's supposed to, as uh, as per Donald Trump himself, says at 5 o'clock, an indictment's supposed to come down for him for the January 6th. And uh, Texter, uh, you know, brought up a good point. Um, the indictment occurs the day after Hunter Biden business partner testifies in front of Congress. Uh, members of Congress, it was a closed doors hearing, but yes, very damaging that... Joe Biden met with a Russian oligarch who then wired uh, millions of dollars to his son's company. Seems uh, apropos for the one-sided justice system we've been seeing here in Washington and around. Anything that relates to Donald Trump. Uh, Sean Davis on social media, someone I also we follow back and forth. At 5 p.m., the same DOJ that let Hillary walk lied to a federal court to spy on Trump, censored Hunter Biden's laptop, and gave Hunter Biden a sweet plea deal to cover up Joe Biden's foreign bribery schemes. We'll indict Donald Trump for telling rioters to peacefully protest. Um, and, and there's that. You can try and blame Donald Trump and point fingers at him for having the rally, you know, a few blocks from Congress. But there is audio of him telling people to be peaceful and not to go to Congress. So we'll see what happens when the, when the indictment comes down. Hopefully I can get a hold of the, the indictment itself. We'll be back after these messages with Rob O'Donnell Show.